from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome into the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In about 45 minutes, we're going to have Wayne Krivsky on Amal, former GM of the Cincinnati Reds, worked in the Texas Rangers, Minnesota Twins organization. I'm dying to ask Wayne about Major League Baseball's crackdown on sticky substances and the reactions from all these top-line pitchers to it. I also want to ask him, who does uh, Tori Lovello have pictures of in uh, Phoenix? Or Jace Tangler. <laughs> well, I mean, what's going on there? Wayne will break it all down, plus who he likes today. Wayne knows the dabble in the betting a little bit. Who he likes, maybe a couple dogs to give out. Uh, I, I also, he's a Duke guy. I want to ask him about Coach K. Is he I, I don't know if we'll have time to play Matt Eumann's heart, <laughs> heartfelt tribute, tribute to Coach K, but we'll get Wayne's reaction to uh, the imminent departure of Coach K after this season. Let's start them all with the NBA. It's the third quarter in a series tied 2-2. You're up 26 on your home court as the number one seed in the East. Are you shocked? That the 76ers blew that game. I don't think the word shocked is strong enough. I mean, how do you blow a lead of that magnitude at home when you're in complete control? I mean, it almost was to a point where I thought, okay, we're going to get to the fourth quarter. If you are Atlanta, just sit some guys, get some rest. But no, they outscore the 76ers by 21 points in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable collapse by the 76ers at home. 
In the second half, only Embiid and Curry had field goals. How is that possible? Well, when Tobias Harris scores four points, when Ben Simmons scores four points, that's part of the problem. And how about Ben Simmons this series? 12 for 39 at the free throw line. I can tell you right now. The every- series would be over if he could shoot free throws. He doesn't have to shoot them well. He can just shoot 60% they the series over. They would have won over. game one, and they would have won, won game, game five. five. Yeah. Can't even trade Ben Simmons now. So as we look at the adjusted series price, the Hawks now become about a $1.80 favorite. Get back a $1.45 on the Sixers. Where would you lean? Is now the time to jump in on the Sixers? Can they win two in a row? I mean, look, if they win game six, I still believe they're going to win game seven. The question is, do I believe they're going to win in Atlanta? I really don't know. It's not the fact that they lost game five. It's the fact that they had a monumental collapse. See, I think the Utah loss is a little bit different than this Philadelphia loss. Minds me a little bit of the Colorado Avalanche against the Vegas Golden Knights. They blow a lead. They have a 2 nothing lead going into the third period. That doesn't necessarily equate to 26 points, but let's say in hockey, you know, it's like a 15-point lead. It's pretty lead. substantial. I mean, yeah. you're, you're a 12-14-1 favorite going into a third Absolutely. period up by two goals. And for them to have that collapse, how do you mentally rebound at this point in time? Still concerns about uh, Joel Embiid, but he answered everything. What a performance last night. Started the game on fire. Eight for eight, including one from downtown. He was tremendous. But my concern is Ben Simmons, mentally so frail. This guy, you know, he's got an incredible physical stature. You think he's going to be all world, supposed to be the next LeBron James. I mean, this guy is a liability. He makes Shaquille O'Neal look like Steph Curry at the free throw line. 76ers also blew an 18-point lead in Atlanta in Game 4. Uh, different, though, on the road, right? At home, come on. You, you can't be having this type of collapse at home. On the road, I'm not excusing it, but there's a different scenario there. Teams get the crowd fired up. You get a little bit energized. It, it changes the dynamic. I, I just can't believe this. It was a raucous crowd at Wells Fargo. Everything was going their way. This certainly is stunning. The Bucks got eviscerated for blowing a lead in Brooklyn. Yeah. This is much, much worse. It's not even close. They're not even the same area code. You know, this reminds me of what you alluded to with uh, the Bucks blowing the lead, similar to how Philly blew it in Atlanta. But this is, I, I don't even know what this is on par with. Let's talk about now the other game last night in Salt Lake City. No Kawhi Leonard. You like the Jazz laying seven in this spot. They had been had very, no chance. They had been very good in games one and two at home. The Clippers had dominated games three and four at Staples last night. Clippers played a great game last night, and Paul George did step up. Yeah, the big thing was the impressive job in scoring and then rebounding as well. 16 rebounds. He was tremendous. You know, I thought last night he addressed a lot of questions in terms of can this guy step up? Can he carry a team? Can he lead a team? He answered the bell. Now, it's going to be tough going forward still. I think it's going to be a challenging game. Number six, he's got to be able to do the same thing again. And then against Phoenix is going to be a question mark. But if he can carry this team to a final, to the NBA Finals, it would be unbelievable. Reggie Jackson, Mr. June, stepped up, hit some big threes in the second half as well as they were able to maintain their lead and to hold off any of the uh, Jazz runs. As we take a look at the adjusted series price here, it's the same as the 76er uh, Hawks. $1.80, if you, want to th- if you think the Clippers can win it, get back $1.45 on the Jazz. Not a high enough number because the Jazz are going to be a, about a six-point favorite, in my opinion, and it may be five-point favorite in game number seven if they get there. How about, games- Go ahead. How about game six in L.A.? They're a two-point favorite. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw talking about that epic collapse of the 76ers last night against the Hawks and also Jazz fall at home and now must win two in a row against the Clippers, although we know they won't have Kawhi for either of the games. Amal, let's take a look at the game tonight. Big game number six for the Bucks. They need to win at home to stave off elimination against the Nets. You saw them. This is an interesting number. You saw that number open four when we thought there'd be um, no flat earther and no James Harden. Yeah. Harden played. It came down to three, two and a half in some spots. Are you a little surprised that tonight it's only six in Milwaukee? Uh, 
Really, no, only not. a two-point adjustment. Yeah, the, but again, there was an error on that previous one. That one, that line was wrong to begin with. I think this one is probably much more accurate. I'm not sure what James Harden's going to be able to contribute in a positive way. Uh, you know, you look at the last game, really wasn't effective, wasn't the James Harden you expected to see. But give this team credit, they bounce back. Look, I still believe the Bucks are going to win this series unless we see that James Harden plays extremely well tonight and they lose the game still and he can be a difference maker back in Brooklyn. That was a game, if you're Milwaukee, you let it away. That's got to be very frustrating in terms of what they did. Uh, I don't know if you can necessarily count on James Harden going for a triple single. Uh, but, you know, you're going to have a chance. I, I really still think their chances to win the series are really good right now. Uh, Jacob, if you could throw up the odds to win the NBA title right now, you got two teams that were odds-on favored in Philadelphia and uh, Milwaukee, potentially. Now they're both facing elimination in their next game in Philly on the road. Yeah. Uh, well, Jacob pulls that up. We look and we see that right now the Nets are still favored at plus 150. This is really the first time that they've been uh, better than even money in months yeah. uh, to win the NBA title. The Suns now the second choice. The first team already that advanced to the Final Four at plus 240. Uh, as we continue down, you so, see the so, Jazz at plus $6. Uh, they need to win two more games against the Clippers. Plus $7 on the Bucks. Interesting here. What did you guys take? For, you took a big bet of $50,000 on the Hawks to win the title, right? Yeah, we lose $1.2 to the Hawks if the Hawks win the title. Yeah, they're not winning the score. title, but let me ask you this question. What were their odds? Would they bet them at? Yeah, uh, I believe they were around 27 to 1 at the time. So wait a minute. So let me do the math on this. They were 27 to 1. 26 to 1, something Okay, like fine. They're sitting at 20 to 1, one game away from advancing. Mm -hmm. So you could have waited on seven games that they've won mm -hmm. and bet them now at 20 to one. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And they're, and they were a pick them in the first series in the very first series as the five versus the four, right? Never. Yeah. Will, they can never have home court advantage. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, and, and now they've, they've won uh, seven out of the eight games that they need to win to get to a conference final. I, I will say one thing that bodes well for the better is that there's a lot of injury situations that are out there. You can come back, you know, you can go bet 100000 on the 76ers right now. You've got a great profit, and then you can look at the other series if, it get through, if they get through this one. But I, I'm just so curious what this person saw in the Atlanta Hawks that makes them think they're going to get through. You know, it's one thing to get, you know, we get so excited because the team gets to the conference finals. But you're only halfway home. you still got to win another eight games. Yeah. If you, uh, Amal, like the Bucks tonight, from a betting perspective, would you be more inclined to, one, lay the six, two, lay the 240 in game six, or take 180 that they win the series, plus 180? Right you know, now. I have to do the calculation on it, but I don't believe the 180 is, uh, you know, if you if you do that, it's you said it's plus 180? Yes. Um, you know, to me, uh, I, I would look at just taking this one right now because I don't know how Harden's going to play or perform. I want to see what he does because it could have an impact in Game 7. I would just take the Bucks here. You would take the Bucks, uh on the money line or you would lay the no, six? I like points? the six here. You, you would lay they've the been six the better here. team since Game number 2. All right. Uh, you speculated... Oh, game 3. Yeah, you speculated about... Um, you want to wait and see how Harden plays tonight, how yeah. healthy he is. Let's let's play our favorite game here on the Nuts. I'm all guesses. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at this game tonight between the Bucks and the Nets and some of the player props. Them all. Let's start out with the one you mentioned, James Harden, total points over under. Well, I went 25 and a half. I feel like it's a little bit high, but he has the ability to break out, so we'll see what it is. A little bit is 10 points too high. 15 and a half on Harden. Here's an auto bet for Mr. Shaw. Huh? 100%. I don't care if he does. I don't care if he score. He gets zero points. You make this bet every time. He had five points last game. This is a do. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Who are these guys <laughs> making these odds? 
Okay, uh, and it's it's make, e- make sure Jacob writes that down in the playbook. That, it's, that's uh, fifteen and a half over. It's equally juiced on the twenty-six point line minus one thirteen. Yeah. By the way, look at this legalized extortion. Who's the who's the loan shark that's putting these numbers up? The usury. All right. Does, does he have a broken nose? Let's let's move over to Kevin Durant. Over under total number of points thirty-one and a half. Now I will give you this: if you're ten points, if you were ten points uh, off on high on, you're going to be low on Durant, right? It's actually thirty-six. I'll and go. A half, I'll go under thirty-six. Another bet yeah, for absolutely. you. Absolutely under. Very good. You know what? Th- this, into- this is Jacob's revenge on me because I crushed the college football. He was embarrassed. They tried to try to get through me on college football. You, get, you got eight out of nine right. Oh, it's six out of eight, I think. No, exactly. I don't know. What? Yeah, exactly. And if you gave me a half, Florida, a half a margin, if you gave me a half a game margin, the other way. if, so I, I, think if you gave me half a game wrong. margin, I would have been eight for eight. Okay. And by the way, Alabama plays at Florida this year, right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. an interesting game. You don't see that game too often. Well, no, because we wouldn't want little St. Nick to have to actually play anybody. Yeah, I heard you talking. A great episode of uh, My Guys in the Desert, by the way, yesterday. Kevin Durant, total points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, I went with 49.5. Obviously, I'm going to be a little bit low considering his total is 36.5. That stands to reason. You, you got it back within four, though. Yeah. 53.5. Interested in a play there? No, no play You've there. You've got enough already yeah. with two of them. Will Kevin Durant get a double-double? What's uh, the price? Probably minus 230. I give him credit on that one. Ah, that's close enough. 250, 230. <laughs> the judge. The judge is a little bit harsh right now. I just now, gave him the Ma. finger back there. A little bit harsh. That wasn't caught on camera. All right, <laughs> let's move over to the Bucks side of the ball. Chris Middleton, total points. 22 and a half. Oh, they're well, now they're giving credit, you two. Credit, yeah, I thought we agreed before the show, one and a half. I had to give me two. I said bad. give they me felt, two, yeah. They, they felt bad about the, about the buzzing on 230, 250. Uh, uh, the Greek freak, points. Uh, the Greek freak in terms of points, I went with uh, 28 and a half. There's another back video, 33 and a half. He could get there. Uh, you know, I thought Maxim might be 30 and a half. I was surprised he's low. You got to score 34 here. I think this is going to be a balanced effort Will out of this team. you play the under? I, I won't because I said I think he can get there on this one. Okay. Uh, total points, rebounds, and assists for Giannis. Um, so what do we say? 33 and a half, give him 12 on rebounds, 45, another five assists. 45. Uh, well, he, he, Jacob's going to get mad at me if I, if I don't go with my original pick that we decided before the show at 48 and a half, but I think it's 51 and a half, 52 and a half. Very good. 50, the second one. 52 yeah. and a half. 52 and a half. Uh, this guy wants me to take a shot in the dark. We got some of the worst bookmakers in the world. You want me to guess off their numbers? Well, you got a little bit of clue from the points. Obviously, that helps. <laughs> well, I got, a clue, I got a clue from the minus 113. What's the name of this next gotta, segment? Clueless? You got a clue to keep where, where, your wallet where, where, where in your pocket. We can, <laughs> we can bring in Alicia Silverstone on next for Clueless? Stacey Dash. Stacey yeah. Dash. I'll take Stacey Dash any day of the week. All right. <laughs> Who will score more points? Kevin Durant or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Well, based on this, it's got to be uh, Kevin Durant by a minus 250. Nah, not 250. Two, two, 175? 150. 150. One, wow. one, 152 to be exact. Get back 120. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you, hold on a second here. I, I, I want to understand something. Okay. Giannis is 33 and a half. Yeah. KD is 36 and a half. Mm-hmm. You're, you're telling me you've got a three-point differential, which is on basically 112th, right? So you're, you're looking at about an 8% differential. So it's, it's, it's 50 cents only to have an 8% higher score, maybe almost 9%. Yeah, I can see your 170, 75 number yeah. lining up with that a little bit more. Lining up with that a little bit more. Would you play this? Do you th- because you were you said Durant under you you put Durant at thirty one and a half. 
Uh, yeah, but I also think I mean, Giannis both, is at 31. Yeah, and a half, right? so, yeah. Would you take plus 120 at a pick him here? I don't think it's he's a bad home. play. He's yeah, I don't think it's a bad play. Look, I think Milwaukee's going to win this game comfortably. I don't think they're going to blow it like they did game number uh, five. I think they're going to bounce back in a strong way here. But I, I don't know. I'm telling you, Mike, I think we could see a blowout in this game and we see some of these guys being rested because game seven is obviously what's going to matter most if you're Brooklyn. Absolutely. All right, so we know Amal's leaning with the Bucks tonight. He'd lay the six. He also thinks they can win the series, so maybe a bet at plus uh, at, at uh, plus 180 for the Bucks to to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Amal, let's turn our attention. I know we'll have Wayne Krivsky on. He'll be in studio the back half of the show. I want to take a couple a look at a couple of the games in Major League Baseball tonight mm-hmm. that I thought had some interesting pitching matchups. I think it's a great matchup, maybe the best matchup of the series in New York between the Cubs and the Mets. Uh, Kyle Hendricks is going for the Cubs, eight and four, four four six ERA. Here's the thing about Kyle Hendricks that stands out to me, Amal. 74 and two-thirds inning works. He's given up 19 home runs. He's got a problem with the long ball. You know, he's not an overpowering pitcher. He's more of a Maddox-type placement pitcher. Paint the corners. 19 home runs, a lot to give up. Against Marcus Stroman. I mean, the Padres make Marcus Stroman look like Tom Seaver, minus the do-rag, as as Bob Brindley would say. (laughs) I mean, Stroman is unbelievable against them. He beats them every time out. He beat them twice in six days. He's improved to four and six with the two wins over the Padres. 2-5-0 2-5-0 ERA. The whip, the, you know, the it's been impressive. 2-3-3 ERA. The whip just over one here for Stroman. Do you like a hot Stroman here, or do you want to take a plus price on the Cubs on the road with Hendricks? No, I actually want to take the over seven. Okay. I think both teams can get to three, and then you figure it out from there, and especially with extra innings, the way it's structured nowadays, you could wind up with more runs there. Mets offense starting to come around. Look at Frankie Lindor. He's been hitting well. He's been over 300 in his last 20 games, starting to get going offensively. That's what they really need. If this team can be anything offensively, and you get any kind of pitching competency out of anyone, including uh, Stroman behind DeGrom, this team is not only a threat, this team could win a World Series. Yeah. Uh, they just need to see, yeah, <laughs> score a few runs here. That's I my think, point, though. That's the, that's the one problem they consistently have. I like Stroman in this spot. And I don't know if I'm going to make a bet on it or not, but here's why. I think the Mets have been playing well. They're on a roll. I think the Cubs have overperformed. I never thought that this team with this lineup would compete for the Central Division, although the division is very weak. The Cardinals have deficiencies. They don't have depth at the bottom of the lineup. The Cardinals' starting pitching is not deep. The Brewers can't hit. The Brewers have started pitching. They've got Hader. I'm going to tell you something right now. Freddie Peralta might be the most underrated pitcher in baseball right now. All this guy does right, is put down. up zeros. Calm down. Well, he's better than Wandy. Okay, let's let's start there. Wandy Rodriguez? Wandy Peralta. No, I'm just kidding. This, Zendejas cousins. Wandy. Uh, but they can't hit. They go through such droughts there, and it's masked a little bit because they can hit some home runs at Miller Park. But there's, you know, the Reds all of a sudden have won six in a row, and they're within two games of first. The Cubs and Cubs and Brewers spinning their wheels. They're tied. So I, I just think the Cubs are due for some regression here. I think the Mets sweep here, and I like to lay 120-125 with Stroman tonight. Uh, you know, to me, uh, this is not a bad price on the Mets at home. Mm-hmm. But the Cubs have been playing well overall. But they were only $3 with the ground last night. Only $3. Yeah. And they won that game comfortably. With only, uh, DeGrom went, what, he went three innings and struck out eight out of nine batters. Yeah, you know, it's, that's why sometimes I love doing mm-hmm. the show because that was a game I wasn't initially going to take. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it in the plays, but I, I ended up taking the Mets on the run line. I said, minus 120, it's a great price. You're laying $3. Uh, you know, when you look at the Reds, I, I'm not sure if this team is going to be consistent. That's the problem I have. You look at them from a lineup standpoint. By the way, they better get hot because my man Wayne Krisky told me I have a season bet on the Reds over the win total. Mm-hmm. I need I need them to really start doing Did something. Did Wayne give that out? Gave it to me. 
Well, that's a homer call. I mean, no, it's, it's not. A I'm telling you, no, call. it's not a homer he call. He was the GM there. Doesn't matter. I'm telling you, I know Wayne. I mean, they he's still not, remember William Opeña. <laughs> tell you one thing, you don't want to fight William Opeña. No, you do not. Let's uh, let's shift the scene uh, to Houston tonight, where Dylan Cecil take the mound for the White Sox. They lead the <laughs> AL Central. He's five and two, three three eight ERA, uh, sixty six and two thirds innings works against Jose Urquidy. Four and three, three seven seven, one oh three. This is an interesting matchup here. I think overall the White Sox are the better team. You're playing in Houston. Cease has been better. I mean, I thought Cease's freshman year last year was awful. I always, they might have brought him up too soon. I call it deceased. I always Dylan hope for that C- line right? to be interjected. I love D- your line. Dylan Cease, he's been better this year. Uh, and I like the White Sox lineup. I mean, they, they, they get these runners on at the bottom of the lineup to set the table, you know, as you, as you rotate back into the third and fifth innings. I, I'm, you know, plus 108, not a bad price here on the Sox. No, not at all. I, by the way, this is a great matchup. This yeah. could be a pre- uh, preview of the ALCS. Both these teams playing extremely well. You look at the White Sox pitching. I think they have a great chance. Um, For some reason, I I can't really quantify it and give you a specific reason as to why. And maybe it's the starting pitching of uh, Chicago. I believe in a little bit more than I do with the uh, Astros. But I think the White Sox might be the American League representative this year. You think they're the best team top to bottom in the American League? I do because I like their offense more than I do Tampa's. And I like their offensive consistency. Houston probably has a better offense on paper. You know, you look at Altuve, you look at Bregman, you look at um, Correa, who bat 256. But, you know, to me, I'm just not necessarily a, a believer in Houston as much as I am the Astros. Are you dismissing the A's? They still currently lead the AL West. I always dismiss the A's in the postseason. They only matter in 162 games. They don't matter in 178. The 163rd was hard for them. They got through that, but uh, not much further as they met their fate uh, last year at Chavez Ravine. All right, one more game I want to take a look at here, Amal, and that's the Rays, who you just mentioned about their offense. They're in Seattle to finish off this series. Richie over the hill takes the mound tonight. Five and two, three three eight, a whip just at one uh, against Dunn tonight for Seattle. Mariners the worst average in Major League Baseball. I want to talk about Richie Hill here, and he's a dollar seventy five favorite on the road. That's heavy to me. A total of eight and a half. You know, Richie Hill in the month of May led the American League in ERA. It's the eighth time a pitcher age forty or over has led a league in ERA for a month. Of course, Nolan Ryan did it four of those of those eight times, but that's quite an impressive feat. What's impressive to me is the number of innings. Richie Hill's put in 66 and two-thirds innings. I didn't know if he'd get to 90 innings for the year. Here we are in June. All credit to Richie Hill. I didn't think that he could be a consistent starter in this spot, but maybe replacing Blake Snell with Richie Hill was a great move by Tampa Bay. It sure seems to be the call right now. I mean, this team is playing well. Uh, You look at uh, how they've performed overall. It's amazing to me. What, What I can't figure out, Mike, you and I talk about this all the time, they don't put up a lot of crooked number innings. They'll have like a single run, a single run, then they'll have one crooked inning, and they make it hold up every time. Uh, big price with Hill on the road here, but still, this Seattle team, I didn't even realize they were still playing baseball up there. Yeah. I would, uh, if if I was interested in Tampa Bay tonight, I'd look at the run line here. You're guaranteed nine at-bats on the road, and you're laying 108 minus a run and a half against a Seattle team that just doesn't score a lot. Yeah, that's a problem with this team. By the yeah. way, uh uh, nice job by Kyle Seeger to steal $100 million from that to, uh, from that team. I never understood that. It's a lot of contracts I don't understand. Maybe someday somebody can explain to me when an owner's going to finally realize that these long-term contracts are just an absolute albatross around a team's future success. My man Amal Shaw told everyone who was listening, and I'm not sure that number, that if the Canadians got the lead in one of these games, they would be tough to beat. Well, they got the lead last night, and they made it hold up. We'll take a look at that game and that series, as well as Tampa Bay versus the Islanders. That's next on The Nuts.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play Hi, welcome back into the nuts i'm mike palm he's a mall show we've got wayne krivsky in studio in about 20 minutes he's going to close out the show a lot of topics to discuss in major league baseball including low batting average high strikeout rates and now the crackdown mid-season on sticky substances for pitchers. Well, I'm sure great Wayne might have an opinion. It's great leadership by Rob Manfred. Well, he's an innovator. Let's make the bags <laughs> even wider. Okay, uh, Amal, let's turn our attention to hockey. You've been very good with the hockey this year. You said before the series, Montreal will be tough if they get a lead in one of these games. Mm-hmm. And I said I didn't like him in game one because of no Petrie. I yeah. thought Petrie made a huge difference Boy, he assisted night. on the first goal, right? Yeah, I mean, the devil in his eyes. <laughs> and, and he, but But... But look, I mean, these defensemen for Montreal are so tall, and the long sticks, right? The Vegas, they get three on twos, they get breaks. They Their sticks just break up all their passes here. That's why I've always been a big Zadino Chara fan, right? Yeah. The he's, long he's stick. Sick. Yeah, exactly. And you look at this team defensively with Gary Price playing the way he was. They got the 3 nothing lead. i got to give Vegas credit, though. They made an effort. They had an opportunity in this game. 
and a couple of that hit the pipes. If they can just take these shots off faceoffs that he can't see, I mean, that's the only way well, they beat him. Three goals <laughs> in this series, right out of seven, yes. uh, have come, or out of six, excuse me, have come on uh, off of clean faceoffs. Clean faceoffs, and he never sees the shot. So it's interesting. I was looking at the numbers last night after the game. Montreal wins the faceoffs uh, 35-25. Game number one, I think it was 32 or 31-25 in favor of Montreal. But this is a team, Vegas had a better uh, win percentage on faceoffs during the regular year than Montreal did, but they've been doing a tremendous job. If they can avoid that, especially when they go back to Montreal, they've got a great chance to win those uh, game three. You and Banksy, uh, Darren Banks was on the show. He's both liked under five and a half, stayed under. Yeah. And you look, this might be a cue, too, if Montreal has these. They were not looking to shoot at open nets. They were just trying to dump the puck out well, when Vegas had pulled Fleury there. Yeah, hold on, though. I want to clarify something. That, that It's not about that. It's two goal and a one-goal lead. The difference is if you ice the puck with a one-goal lead, you got a face-off coming in your zone because of the icing. So, to me, I, I'm not necessarily looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. It's a time-scoring situation. Okay. Uh, now, we talked about yesterday, the series price went to minus 1000 plus $6, right? Mm-hmm. And we said, if you like the Canadians, you can take it at plus $6, and it reverts back to 330 on the nights now. Please. Go ahead. I, I told Vinny Maiulo yesterday, he asked me, he goes, did you take it again? I said, I made a smaller bet on the plus six. I got yeah. plus 650, actually. So I have plus four and plus 650. And now I'm going to take yeah. uh, the Vegas Golden Knights at minus 330 and lock in a profit here. So I have them at plus 380. Yeah. I bet them pre-flop. I didn't bet the plus $6. I needed to see a game where they got the lead. Um, I'm probably going to lock in about a third of the profit on my bet here at this point with the Knights. Uh, I can find a better line than this. It's somewhere around uh, 320. Uh, if if you search out there, you got, you got a better number than I did this morning because I, I got it at three sixty. Yeah, and uh, but but I think it's an interesting series here. And now I saw the look ahead to game number uh, game number three in Montreal tomorrow. And I, what do you think the Knights are favored by in game three? Probably a buck sixty. Uh, excuse me, should be a buck sixty. Probably about one seventy five on yeah, the road. Yeah, one sixty five, one sixty eight. I saw around. So that's about right. It'll be interesting game number three in Montreal here. First goal is going to be so important in this series, isn't it? Who gets the lead in these games? Oh, I actually, I hear what you're saying. I, I really feel like it's the second goal that matters. If a team gets up 2-0, I think it's very difficult either one of these teams to come back. 1-1, all of a sudden, then it becomes just a, a, a crapshoot of who's going to be able to win the game. Uh, I was watching at home with my wife last night. It was 2 to nothing. She said, you think the Knights have a chance? I said, only if they score the next goal. If it goes 3 nothing, Montreal, it's, yeah. it's over. If the Knights score and it's 2-1 here in the second period, I think they win the game. Got a great chance, yeah. yeah. You, have, you have an excellent chance. All right, let's turn our attention to the other series where they are playing a game tonight, and it's on Long Island, Nassau Coliseum. That barn will be rocking 12,500 strong. I don't know what your plays are. I didn't get to see a preview, but I think you might be on Tampa Bay here around minus 135, 140. I think you might be right. Yeah. Uh, I, I Look, I love the way Vasilevsky and this team is playing. I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. They're, to me, the most complete team right now. I know, obviously, here in Las Vegas, everybody's a VGK fan. By the way, you and Bur- uh, um you know, Banks, you guys are all like, we, we, we. What, what is this we stuff? You're better. There's no we. Well, it's a team of Las Vegas, right? It's an original team here. You, you know, I checked my mail one. yesterday. I didn't get a notice about attending the owners meeting. I, um, Derek did. Yeah, but, he, uh, might, he probably did, but I didn't. And by extension, by extension <laughs> we'd did? say we. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that's uh, Amal, you mentioned you think the Islanders might, or the Islanders, sorry, the Lightning might win four straight here. If you look at exact games, yeah. Lightning and five is plus 350. What's the what's the in six three oh five? I think both, both those are solid bets. Ben yeah, I think they're going to win. I think the series. Really, look to me, can the Isles win Game Four? I think the Lightning win Game Number Three tonight. I think Game Four. They're, they're so talented. Look, the Islanders are a terrific team, 
but they're defensive-centric. And if you can get them off kilter a little bit, you take some bad penalties, Tampa's too tough on the power play, that's going to be the difference. I wanted to attack this game from an under perspective, Amal. Five? Yeah, not five. I no, can't I play can't five. five yeah. But Tampa Bay has been so stingy giving up goals on the road. That's how I wanted to play this game because I think this is a 2-1 game, maybe 3-1. I actually feel like the final score on this one's going to be 3-2. All right, when we come back, we'll take a look at the Palm Reader playbook as well as the Mall in That's next on The Nuts. Folks, if you missed any part of our show, The Nuts, or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our show, including the flagship, Follow the Money, a numbers game with Gil Alexander, My Guys in the Desert with Danielle Alvari, Matt Humans, and Wes Reynolds, and the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher. VSIN Best Bets, download Beating the Book, Market Insights, Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They are all free, F-R-E-E, and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get all your podcasts. Well, Amal, you found some uh, player props you like tonight in the Bucks nets game. Welcome back into the Nuts. That's Amal Shaw and Mike Palm. Uh, so to add to your Amal in segment, so we'll have multiple plays again today, and you've been doing well this week. Yeah, a little bit of a rough beat on Italy yesterday. I don't know if you saw the goal that Jan Sommer let up. 89th minute? Yeah, but did you see the goal that Summer let up? No. Horrendous. I mean, it, it was... It was an elementary level save that should have been made. And I love the broadcasters like, that's a save that has to be made. How do you let that one in? So Italy wins that one 3 nothing. Coming back today, I want to start with the game, the Netherlands, right now. They go at uh, minus 165 against Austria. This one goes in 25 minutes. Um, the Dutch are just far superior to the Austrians. Uh, it'll be a bit of a defensive game, but I still like Clockwork Orange here to be able to get it done. Nigel Seeley was on earlier today on uh, Follow the Money. He liked uh, the under two and a half. You can get it at a plus number right now, plus 105, uh, where I've seen it. Yeah, to me, I, I like them on the three-way line here, minus 165. Now, they're minus a goal, plus one, I think 110 or 120, but I didn't want to touch that because I think they could win this one one nothing. Uh, so stayed away from that. But uh, Netherlands minus 165. You mentioned it, Mike. You were right on uh, Tampa Bay Lightning minus 140 against the Islanders. Line has come down a little bit here at DraftKings at 138. But I love this team. I think they're just the more complete hockey team going into postseason. Like I said, I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. You can get them at around plus 180. I saw a price, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this is a critical game, though, for both sides. you got to get that 2-1 lead. Ma- Greg Maddox used to talk about the 1-1 pitch is the most important pitch. And it determines how the count's going to go. In a similar situation here, Tampa wins this one. They get back to home ice advantage. And then there's immense pressure on Barry Trotz's team in game number four if the Islanders were to come up short tonight. And then Milwaukee and the Nets. I like the Bucks here. I think they bounce back. Uh, I, You know what I like the personalities of this team? Middleton, Holiday, Giannis. This is a good team. I think they're going to be able to get this one done. I think they still should be able to find a way in game seven. I'm not sure if they're going to get it done or not. Uh, I'm going to go with a smaller play, Durant, under 36.5 on the point total. And then a huge play on Harden over 15.5 here. This is a joke of a number. I don't care if he doesn't score a damn point. This is the play. This is a play I make 100 times out of 100. Do you think he gets to the free throw line as often as he does? Well, he was 3 for 3 in game number 5. He'll get there more than that, Mm -hmm. and he won't be 0 for 8 from downtown. I think the fact that he got back into the mix helps him a lot here. I think he'll be fine. He will score. I'm telling you right now, this game, the 15.5 might be over at halftime. 
Interesting. A strong recommendation. You've got the Bucks minus six. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. How do you feel about coaching, how important it is in the NBA? Do you think it's only situational? Do you think it's overall? And I say that because Coach Budenholzer has taken a lot of criticism in this series. Well, I, here's the thing. My opinion is that it matters if you don't have superstar players. You know, guys that are considered great coaches of all time in this league, uh, Greg Popovich, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, there's one common denominator. If you look at the players they've had, they're all top three players in the history of the game at their position. I, that makes a difference. When you look at Budenholzer, I think he's a very solid coach. Steve Nash, I don't know. I, I have question marks, but you've got, what, Kevin Durant has to be considered one of the three greatest, five greatest scorers in the history of the league. James Harden, a top seven, top eight score in the history of the league. I mean, you've got individual talent that is so immense, it can overcome any offensive, uh, you know, inability to draw plays or to strategize. So for me, I don't know how much I quantify the coaching factor into this. I think in college, it matters way more. What did you think of Tyloo's strategy to just let the clock, shot clock expire and not get shots off there in the last two minutes against Utah? Well, I loved it because uh, I had an in-play on the under. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> to your point about the greatest coaches all had mega superstars. Yeah, they didn't have superstars. They I, had the best players in the game. I would argue Larry Brown could be considered the best basketball coach of all time. I would agree with you. what he did in college, college and, and the NBA. NBA. Without oh, superstars. Well, the only guy to win a title at both levels, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but what he did when he went to SMU with that program at the end. I Absolutely. But here's the one thing I would say with Detroit that doesn't get enough credit. Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Rip will be in the Hall of Fame. Chauncey will probably make the Hall of Fame. Then when those guys were winning, when they beat the Lakers, they had a player, all five guys on the floor with a one of the five best players that eat each individual position, Tayshawn Prince and Rasheed Wallace, the starters there as well. All right, let's take a look at the Palm Reader playbook for tonight. It's uh, all baseball. I'm sure Wayne Krivsky will be happy about that. I'm just going to go keep going back to the well against the Diamondbacks team that's lost 22. That's 22 straight on the road. And what is it? What is it? They've lost 25 out of 27 or 26 out of 28 overall. 27 out of 29. 22 now. straight on the road. This Clefini one hit. The uh, Nationals in his last start gives up two runs right away last. No problem. They gave up, <laughs> up a 12, 12 burger again at, last at night. 13. This team. Yeah. Galen today against Gaussman, who was seven and oh, I mean, Gaussman's, if the Grom doesn't finish the season, and for some reason he doesn't, match up Gaussman's number, seven and one against anybody here. He's been terrific. I'll lay the run and a half at almost even money here. I'll lay 105. Uh, I'm fading Gann. You tried to fade Gann against the Dodgers a couple starts back, and it didn't work out. Yeah. I'm fading him tonight. I watched this guy <laughs> pitch Saturday night. He couldn't throw a strike at Wrigley Field. He could not throw a strike. Morton has not had a great year, okay? But Gant can't throw a strike. Amal, 56 in the third innings, 42 strikeouts, 42 walks. How's the guy still getting the ball every fifth day? That's a joke. I'll take the Braves at home on the run line, plus 110 here. And then the Reds have won six in a row. The Jace Tangler uh, alert is out in San Diego. They've lost five of six. They've lost five straight series. The Reds are hot. This is a, a ridiculous price. Why are the Padres 185 at home? I'm taking 155 and Wade Miley with a hot team here against a team coming home off a terrible road trip with a lot of questions off that payroll here. I think this is a good spot for the Reds. Uh, you know, it's a good price. Plus 155 is a high price here. But I like your passion for the Braves on your play here. Fairly adamant about it. He's terrible. He's absolutely terrible. He couldn't throw a strike to the opposing pitcher. I mean, I think he threw 15 out of 16 balls before they took him out at Wrigley Field. Yeah, by the way, some bad news on this Netherlands play. The line's now gone from 165 to 185. 
What's the bad news? Well, the line keeps going up if you haven't well, bet Well, if you made the bet already, no, it's, it's, no, it's great case, news. Get, but we just gave it out at 165. It, I like to give people a reasonable line. You know, are, you, are you drawing cause and effect? You just gave it out and the line moved 20 cents. Well, I don't know about that, but I like to give more Maybe accurate Maybe our viewership lines. is higher than we thought. Well, forget all that. Listen, I like to give accurate lines. You know, in the past, we've had some people that give lines that are nine points off. It's possible. Uh, but you are very, very, very accountable here. Well, I can't wait. We've got Wayne Krivsky coming up here in studio when we come back from the break. A ton of topics, including Rob Manford's midseason crackdown on sticky substances, why players don't have any shame in striking out or running the bases poorly, and who he likes to win very close races in both the AL East and AL West. That's all next after the break here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Come back for the conclusion of the Nets. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
The Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9. With a Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. On my left is Amal Shaw. And on my right, we're pleased to have Wayne Krivsky, former general manager of the Cincinnati Reds. You worked the Minnesota Twins organization, Texas Rangers organization. In studio, he's a good friend of the show, and we're pleased to have him. Thanks, Mike. Great to be back. I want to start off with the hot topic in baseball, Wayne, which is Major League Baseball's midseason crackdown on sticky substances used by the pitchers. And we saw this start with Joe West and the incident uh, with the Cardinals, and Mike Schild had the postgame press conference. And now this edict comes down, and a tremendous amount of reaction from starting pitchers around the league although some of them claiming they don't use any substances, how it's affecting them. Let's, let's listen to Tyler Glass now after the game at Cellular One the other night. But I 100% believe that contributed to me getting hurt. Uh, no doubt, without a doubt. Um, I think, like, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm just going to – I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that, like, it seems like this whole public perception of, like, oh, just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. Like if you felt these balls, how inconsistent they were, like you have to use something. Pretty interesting. So many layers to this one, Mike. You know, you can go back to, I'd just like to see Major League Baseball get ahead of the curve for once on some of the stuff. I mean, stuff's been going on for a long, a lot of rumors back as I can remember in 17 in Houston, there was a lot of stuff about going on that, why don't they get ahead of the curve? I hate the idea that they're changing the rules in the middle of the season. This could have been done in the offseason. Get together with the pit, figure something out that makes sense, and not doing it. In, now, I understand what Glass now is saying, but I think there's some excuses going. I don't think that's the reason he got hurt at all. There's a whole other reason why I think he got hurt. But uh, they're breaking the rules. The rules are there. They're not enforcing the rules. Manfred and the commissioners, they're not enforcing the rules that are in place. And they should have been ahead of this. And I hate that they're always reactionary and get ahead of the curve and, and lay down the law in spring training. And I don't think we'd have these issues. I agree with you. I think it's terrible to change rules midseason. But do you think the betters can take advantage of this in terms of totals and playing totals over? We've seen this <clears throat> week, and be it a small sample size, 
Runs per game are the highest of any week during the year. Is there a cause and effect with the pitchers not being able to control the ball because they're no longer using a sticky substance? You know what? The rule doesn't go into play till Monday, as I understand mm-hmm. it. But there's been enough noise that guys have probably maybe backed off a little bit so they don't get caught and try to figure out, hey, I'm going to have to adjust. So that stuff's – I wouldn't overreact to the offense, you know, ticking up a little bit now. It's warmer weather and whatnot. And I thought 230 was low, but there's – there's more contributing reasons. I mean, I, I think that if the pitchers, obviously it has been going on, and I, I think probably a majority of pitchers have been using something to get a better grip on the ball. And like I said, there's so many layers here with the, the ball. I mean, what, the material with the ball and everything, that's one. There, there's just so many layers here. But to me, the offense is it's more related to the hitting approach that's being taken now and what's being rewarded, home runs. It's, there's no shame in striking out anymore. It's all about hitting home runs and look at me and – and same thing with pitching. It's all about velocity. It's not about pitchability. It's not about throwing strikes. It's how hard can I throw it? And spin rate, that, that kind of stuff is, pitchers are getting hurt because of where the emphasis is right now. And we got we to gotta get back to more pitchability and not max effort every pitch. I mean, that's why Glassnow's hurt. It's not because he can't grip the ball. He's on a record pace. He's got 88 innings and 14 starts. He's been a five-inning pitcher even in the minor leagues. Yeah. This guy has, to me, he's been overrated. I mean, he's a tremendous talent. But for him to have 88 innings already, he's never thrown more than 112. His, ar- his arm's barking. But I don't think it's because he can't grip the ball. I, I, I'm having a tough time with that one. I think you make an excellent point, right? 88 innings already, and you've only thrown a maximum of 112. You're only 24 away from that. What's he going to do, shut it down in the middle of July? It's, uh, it's like Mike said earlier about Rich Hill. I mean, there's regression going backwards on Rich Hill. He's got 66 innings already. He's never been a durable guy either, but sorry to... No, you're, you're fine. Uh, yeah. You know, look at some of the teams around Major League Baseball. The White Sox have done a nice job with their starting pitching. We see the Tampa Bay Rays always consistent with their pitching. Their farm system, their development is tremendous. Uh, teams like the Dodgers are consistent, but the Cleveland Indians, they have really done a nice job. And Mike's guy, Aaron Savali, uh, he's had a good season, of course, a tremendous year last year. This team, what do you make of it? What is the key to so many of these teams' success and other teams just can't get out of their own way when you know, it comes to their I staff? I love the question, Amal. I did a little research. Oh, it's, my, it's Mike's question. Okay, well, I'll give you both credit. See if I can listen. give you an answer that measures up to the question. That's the, that's... Just, just give him full credit. I, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be lacking in confidence. Cleveland Indians. Let's talk about Bieber, Savali, and Plesak. Let's just start with yeah. those three. All developed within their system. Savali was a third rounder out of college, Northeastern, fresh arm. He's pitching in the Northeast, fresh arm, throws strikes. He's always had a history of durability in the minor leagues and throwing strikes, and he had a changeup, and he had secondary pitch. He was a pitcher, not a thrower. Bieber, Cal Santa Barbara, fourth round, same thing. Pitcher, not a thrower. Okay, you hear Josh Towers. That's what Josh was. He talks about it all the time. Plesak, 12th round pick out of Ball State. You know, he's not throwing 200 innings a year. I mean, he's, he's got a fresh arm when you get him. He's got a changeup. He knows how to pitch. He's got bloodlines in the family. So the Indians have got, and they all have well-developed bodies, 6'3", 220, between 210, 220. And these guys know how to pitch. They're not max effort every pitch. But they've made a mistake, in my humble opinion, with Mr. McKenzie this year. High school pitcher, 6'5", 165, not a developed pitcher. But breezed through the minor leagues. Didn't walk people, but he skipped. The, the Indians have, have not cut corners, is what I'm trying to say, with the development 
of their pitchers. McKenzie, they have. He skipped AAA. The wrong guy to skip AAA. It's a huge level for a, from a development standpoint. And he hadn't failed in the minor leagues yet. You want guys to fail in the minors first. He's come up to the big leagues, 39 walks and 42 innings. And, you know, I hope he, I think he's going to figure it out. But here's a guy that the Indians cut corners a little bit with on his development, and he's, he's paying the price at the big league level. And I, I think we're going to see a better guy, but I, I hope they haven't done big damage to him mentally. We're talking with Wayne Krivsky, former GM of the Cincinnati Reds. I want to talk to you about some specific baseball games tonight. I know you're looking at this game at Coors and a big home dog again in the Rockies. They cashed it almost plus $2 yesterday against Snell. Now they're against another top pitcher in Woodruff, and they have Herman Marquez tonight. Well, I think you got the Rockies. You know, they've been Jekyll and Hyde. They've been great at home and just brutal on the road. And Woodruff is obviously an outstanding pitcher. The, the, the Brewers haven't been scoring at all. Their lineup is so depleted. There's Most fans probably don't recognize five of the guys in their lineup. Yelich isn't hitting. Kane's not there. They're really... Keston Hira fell on his face and got had to be sent down. There's a lot of things going on there. Omar Nevias is hitting cleanup, and he's the only guy hitting over 250, I think. So in this, in this game tonight, I have to look at Marquez. I, I'm impressed with Marquez. He's coming off a little bit of a rough outing. I like the fact he's, he's pitching, and it's a plus price at home, and the Brewers aren't swinging the bats. They're coming off a bad series with Cincinnati. Uh, so and, and Woodruff, I think I don't think he has a good history pitching in Colorado. I think he had a bad start or two there. So they're certainly on a downer. The Rockies are a different team at home, plus price. I mean, I got to look at the Rockies. Well, I want to go to a futures market real quickly. Astros thirteen to one with the World Series. White Sox at six and a half to one. Dodgers obviously still the favorite around three and a half to one. But the Mets and the Astros, the two that are intriguing based on numbers. Mets at nine to one. They currently have a five game lead in the standings against. Uh, they're com- uh, the Philadelphia and eight in a loss column. Like it's exactly said. right, yeah. and that, that's very important. Uh, they're minus three forty to win that division, but I think the Mets, Lindor, starting to come around. Yep. If this team can get any semblance of an offense, if, if there's a number two pitcher with the way Degrom is going right now, I don't know if it's game one and game four, game one and game five. You can pencil him in for two wins in every series. I'm worried about Degrom. This is you the are. fourth time this year he's had some kind of issue. Sure. I mean, he's the best pitcher in baseball, but. He lacks the durability. I hate this. I mean, he he's not he has not been real durable in his career. I love Degrom. Don't get me wrong. He's probably the best pitcher in the game. But we got to keep him on the field, boys. We got to keep him on the field. Do you, if you're the Mets and you've got a large lead in August or September, do you sit there and say, "Hey, we're going to skip a starter too because we're going to need him for the postseason, given that durability factor"? Yeah, you kind of go. I think Amaya, you go start to start there, but gotcha. at the same time, he's missing time now. I yeah. mean, you're going to need him and. I was shocked he pitched yesterday. He had the twinge the last time. He makes his regular turn. I was really surprised. I thought they'd skip a start. Didn't maybe didn't have to DL him, but skip a start. Now he says he was fine. You know, sometimes you got to protect a player from himself and 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 back off a little bit. Amal asked about a number two, a solid number two. Is Tyon Walker fool's gold here, or no, is he is he good? I like Tyon yeah. Walker. I'll tell you what he's done. He's added a two seamer this year. He used to be a, kind of an over the top straight. Four-seam fastball. He's added a two-seamer. It's made all the difference in the world. You know, I love his body, his frame. He can be durable. Uh, I like his secondary pitches. His slider's getting a little bit better. But this guy's the two-seam two fastball's made all the difference to this guy. He's not trying. He, he's not trying to strike everybody out. What a novel concept. You know, the, give me pitchers. Lance Lynn. 
Are, is there anyone better than Lance Lynn for durability throwing strike? 90% fastball guy, and all he does is win and has an ERA in the ones. There's a, guy, There's a lesson to be learned. I turned my opinion around on Lance Lynn. I used to fade him. Now I back him most of the time. we got about 30 seconds, Wayne. Betters want to know, are the Orioles going to keep sending Matt Harvey out there every <laughs> fifth day for the rest of the year? Is it better to bring up a young guy or just let him give up seven Absolute, earned every start? No, you're wasting your time. You got you're the Orioles. You got to develop. You got to bring up a younger. I don't know who it is. Maybe the problem is they may not have anybody. So Harvey's like a placeholder. But it's embarrassing. You're not going. You, you want to develop, but you you got to bring a guy up. Maybe they don't have anyone worthy of the call up. And Harvey's just a placeholder, and you're you're taking your lumps. But as Josh Towers likes to say, it's it's go against day, right? Once every five days, we'll go against. Stay tuned, Davis. And up next, betting across America. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.